Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. It's the first book to feature sculpted portraits of letters employing 3D modeling software. And it's a graphic design book celebrating diversity and inspired by the people of LA. Stefan is a writer, graphic designer, and illustrator. He's the creator of the popular online animation series Daily Monster, and is the man behind the award-winning California design studio 344 Design. He's also the subject of an hour-long documentary film about his life and work produced as part of Lynda.com's Creative Inspiration Series. So please help me welcome Stefan Lucca. Thank you very much. Most of you are, are friends and aesthetic family, so you know, sorry for making you sit through the bio one more time. Um, hi, still me. <laughs> and this is the, the hour-long documentary actually is finishes at the Skylight uh, at the Skylight Annex um, because the end of that was the second to last book launch party. But today it's just a live event. Except for Armin's filming it back there. So um, we'll make it epic. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Ah, Yes, no, no, this is, this is lovely. See, because now I can sort of, now I can kind of do a sultry dynamics. We'll speak a little louder from here, so that's nice. Um, thank you for coming. I did my last book uh, five years ago and really thought that I had it out of my system. Um, but then, it, uh, you know, not, not to go for the horror joke, but just when I think I'm out, it pulls me back in. Um, so I'll show you a little bit um, about the book. I'll give you a little background. Um, this came about about a year and a half ago. I went to give a talk in Dubai as one does. Um, and I saw a presentation by Neville Page, the character designer who did the creatures for the most recent Star Trek movies and um, for Avatar as well. And he demoed a program called ZBrush that lets you sculpt digitally in 3D. And I'd never considered such a thing. I'd always considered that to be sort of super prohibitively technically unachievable, but then he made it seem easy in a way that talented people do. Um, and I thought, oh, I, I have to get in on this. Um, got the program, immediately stalled terribly because it's, a, it's not built with humans in mind. <laughs> but I then also uh, managed to find a, a, an art, a recent Art Center graduate, Sveta Kudakova, who I was able to hire to just give me some lessons. And I immediately was hooked on it, and I haven't had this much fun working with software 
since I first discovered Photoshop and made everybody unrealistically and unachievably beautiful. Um, and now I can just do away with even the source material and I can just create characters entirely from scratch. Finally. Uh, no longer tethered to reality whatsoever. Um, and as I, was, as I was starting to play around with the software, uh, the idea came to me of, of doing a series, because I always, you know, as you know from my Daily Monsters and from flyers and posters and everything, everything always wants to be a series with me. And of course, always, always wants to be lettering and typography. And so uh, it didn't take a whole lot to combine the two and to say, okay, let me make, uh, let me make characters out of characters. It's also, it's, I mean, it's, the, the pun is almost a regrettable side effect of it. Um, and as I said, I, uh, I really figured that I was done with books for a while because, let's, let's be honest, they're a pain in the ass to do. Um, when you show them around, when you travel to other cities, I'll, you know, I get stopped at the airport constantly because the books look like C4 in my suitcase. Um, there's really not a whole lot that recommends making book as a making books as a profession, except I love doing it, and you know, so now I'm back at it. Um, one of the things that was great about this and working with a completely new tool that I hadn't worked in before, either with the software or doing any sort of 3D work, is that I got to feel the joy of incompetence, because after a while you get kind of good at what you do, and it's very soothing to feel competent because you know you know that there's a certain bag of tricks you can employ and you're like okay yeah well this goes over here and this we're going to move over here a little bit um and then we run like eight rounds of proofs on it with david over here and then at the end it's going to be really nice and perfect and um this um starting a completely new thing was a really nice way of stepping back and being able to discover new aesthetic avenues by also just looking at a new tool and getting to have the benefit of all the low-hanging fruit where all the people that have worked in this program for 10 years look at what I do and they're like, oh yeah, mm, we kind of actually don't really like that. Like, you should probably polish this bit off or you should probably, like, don't make them gray. Like, you should color them in and make them real happy. <laughs> like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like the, the sort of the, the, the beautiful clay, like gray clay texture that comes out of this program immediately drew me and I was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta do this. And that's the thing is that being a newbie to it, I get to, I get to have those aesthetics um, shame free. And of course the thing that it is, is that it is informed incompetence. Because of course I'm still bringing you know 20 plus years of other aesthetic work to it, and so I just get to scavenge on somebody else's bag of tricks. So uh, Skylight has obviously advertised this as a reading, um, and um, so and considering that it is just on, on the level of writing, obviously, a momentous achievement <laughs> of, of great depth and emotional resonance that I personally didn't feel quite up to the task. Um, and so I've asked my friend Mark Evan Jackson, uh, who you might know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, 
uh, or from the recent King Kong movie and from the upcoming Jumanji to read the book for me. And so we are, um, he actually agreed to record the audiobook. <laughs> so I'll present that to you. Nope, that's actually not at all what we're doing. <laughs> I should say at this point that I got up yesterday at 10 a.m. and I had 45 minutes of sleep earlier today. And I didn't set up my little, my little cheat budget correctly. So all of that wonderful intro, Keep that in the back of your mind. <laughs> Get ready to feel those feelings in about five minutes. I'm going to show you how to actually make a letterhead first. Yay. So this is this is how that works. Um, this is about uh, I made a little demo of a question mark, um, and this is about five hours uh, condensed to about five minutes. Uh, if you're familiar with the software, please be kind. I'm sure from this you can immediately see my level of hackery. Um, but again, that was sort of, to me, was kind of the benefit is that I, I didn't have a quick and easy to, solution to everything. And one of the things that was fun is just every day going back to figuring out little workarounds and taking the elements that I knew uh, and combining them into sort of a string of maneuvers that would get me to where I wanted to go. Noses can be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, the placement of the eyes is, is tricky as it is with, uh, as it was with the monsters as well. Um, the nice thing is once you've, uh, once you've modeled one set of ears, you can just keep taking that same ear and stretch it and mold it. So, you know, there is there is actually economy of scale in these. In case you're thinking about this in a sort of, as an economic uh, opportunity for yourself. Uh, there, are, there are ways of streamlining the process somewhat. Um, and it goes on like that. Um, I'll tell you when, you, when you go through the characters in the book, um, the, the guys are fairly fast and fun to do because you can go with kind of wild, choppy hair. Um, the, the more flowing hair of some of the female characters takes an almost unseemly amount of time. Um, but it's great because you just, I mean, and as with the monsters, I go into it having a little bit of a plan, sort of structurally of, okay, well, this is where the nose goes, this is where the mouth goes, but then it really is just kind of feeling out the material, and it is very much like I imagine actual sculpting to be. Um, the last time I tried it was in junior high. I didn't take to it. Um, frankly, too messy. Um, and so this allowed me to sculpt while also maintaining my, you know, mildly anal OCD workspace. Um, and then it really is like the, the real joy is just to find to find that moment when the character starts coming to life, um, and then really working that out. Um, and then of course with the question marks, you get you get two characters for the price of one. There's several. There's actually several characters in the book that are more than one character. Um, so really, when you do the little supermarket price tag of how many per unit, 
<laughs> it really shakes out to a very, very reasonable amount. <laughs> And then there's a little bit of a little bit of that uh, golem feeling happening with the, at the bottom of the question mark. Many of the characters seem to be naturally haughty. Um, I don't know why. Um, I try, and I always there is. I think with all these characters, as with the letterheads, as with the monsters, I'm living my molecular fantasies. Um, I've, were I to go, were I to fall asleep under a tree and wake up in a hundred years, this would be about the same beard I would have at the end of it. Um, so several of them have handlebar mustaches just as a sort of, you know, psychic purging of my, of my stylistic dreams. Um, At the same time, this character clearly also has a slept a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit of eye cream would be indicated. <laughs> but uh, in the character design, the wrinkles are really in your favor. Um, and it keeps going on like this. This is literally, this is, I mean, this is five minutes. It seems longer. Um, and it is, as I said, it's, it's about five hours. And this is one of the quicker ones. Most of the characters in the book are about 20 hours. Uh, of sculpting, 20-24 hours of sculpting time, and then because it's going into print, um, there's probably another 30 hours uh, overall for every character of Photoshop retouching to just really bring it up to what I wanted it to be. But then you get to spin it around, <laughs> you know, and that's just everything looks better on a lazy Susan. <laughs> like when you, you know, when you twirl, always, always twirling. Um, yes, precisely, thank you. Um, so that is the result of it. But let us indeed take a look at the book already, shall we? Remember the thing I told you about Mark Jackson? Here it is, feel those feelings once more. <laughs> Unnamed Press presents an abridged recording of Stefan G. Bucher's Letterheads, an eccentric alphabet, narrated by me, Mark Evan Jackson. Chapter 1, A. Chapter 2. Chapter 3, C. Chapter 4, D. Chapter 5, E. Chapter 6, F. Chapter 7, G. Chapter 8, H. Chapter 9, I. Chapter 10, J. Chapter 11, K. Chapter 12, L. Chapter 13, M. Chapter 14, N. Chapter 15, O. <laughs> Chapter 16, P.
Chapter 17 Q Chapter 18 R Chapter 19 S Chapter 20 T Chapter 21 U Chapter 22 V Chapter 23 W. Chapter 24. X. Chapter 25. Y. Chapter 26. Z. The end. This audiobook was presented by Unnamed Press. Unnamed Press. The press without a given name. You thought I was kidding. You thought it was just going to end after C. It's not how we roll here. So, briefly, I'll take you through the special features of the book. You may have already seen the yellow four edges because it's always good to have something that you can't duplicate with an inkjet printer. <laughs> That's where the magic is. The magic is in the, in the you know, consumer level unattainable. <laughs> and uh, I would also point out the um, headband. Now a lesser designer would have chosen a yellow headband. I would find that a pedestrian choice. <laughs> I went instead with an orange and white that looks like yellow from a distance, <laughs> but is really more of an orange Julius. <laughs> There's an index that explains why every letter is underlaid with the color it is, because of course every color is um, an alliterative. Every color is alliterative to the letter, so you know apple green, burgundy red, cyan, and so forth. Uh, and there's also a little bit of background information of why each letter is named the way it is. Um, Torvald is tickled by tur uh, Turquoise and Torvald is named after the Torvald family in J. Ryan Stradle's book, uh, Kitchen of the Great Midwest. Um, excellent book that you should also buy. Buy it after mine. <laughs> um, and then for the end papers, uh, you can see all the characters together uh, as a spin. So you can actually, see, as you can see in the audiobook portion, you get the front and the back as you turn the pages. But then you also, on the end papers, get the full 360 rotation, uh, just so that you can see that it's actual 3D and I'm not bamboozling you with some sort of yeah. bullshit fake 2D-ass 3D thing. <laughs> not the value proposition that I put forth. <laughs> Notice that the bee has sparkly earrings. <laughs> so, thank you is not the end. Sorry, I saw you were, you were assuming the it's almost over position. <laughs> not quite. Um, I want to thank uh, Joel Arquilos from 826LA who connected me with Chris Heiser at Unnamed Press. 
Uh, and it was one of those things where I had talked to the, I talked to different people about the book, and there was a lot of like, that's very interesting. We don't see how this fits anywhere in the market. You know, is it for children? Is it for adults? What does it all mean? And then Joel introduced me to Chris, and Chris uh, received the email at 10 o'clock in the morning. We were on the phone at noon. Uh, we met at 8 o'clock that night, and by 10 o'clock we shook hands that we were going to do it. Because when it's right, it's right. Damn it. It made me very, very happy to work with a, you know, to find a home with a publisher here in LA, and especially on the east side of LA. <laughs> uh, and uh, Unnamed Press has a wonderful roster of, of writers. And would it be fair to say that you specialize in first time novelists, uh, foreign language novelists? Mm -hmm. yeah. All kinds. All kinds, you know. Because I mean, that you you can just see how I fit right in. Yeah. You know, there it's me and the Afrofuturist. <laughs> so, um, uh, I want to thank Marsha Moscow who uh, printed this book for us and did a really spectacular job with it. Um, and I want to thank Neville who introduced me to the software. And so many of you here in the room have supported me spiritually through this book and all the others and over many years and without you I wouldn't be doing this stuff I mean I have I have the strong desire to get these ideas out and to get them on paper to get them made in some way but honestly if it wasn't for you and if it wasn't for nights like tonight why bother I'd make a few sketches and I'd be like, all right, well, that'd be fun to do, but just, I do this so that I get to have evenings like tonight, mm -hmm. so that I get to see you and I get to have you all together and I get to introduce you to each other. Um, and that's, that's the point of it for me. Otherwise, there's probably much more efficient ways of, of living. Um, I'm thinking a nice cave somewhere, possibly with regular food delivery. I don't know. Um, but the thing is, I want to make this worthwhile for you because, I mean, you've also, most of you have seen me post about this endlessly over, especially over the last few weeks. I apologize. It's, it's almost over. Um, <laughs> It'll now just be sporadic things as I go on tour with it. Um, but, and you know me, so, you know, I, I really thank you for coming out because it's not like you're coming out to see somebody completely new who's going to blow you away. You're going to, you're, you're here for album number seven, like you, you know, like you've listened to the other records. So this is the new record, but it's not like, wow, like who is, who is this guy? So I really thank you for taking the time. I know especially in a city like LA, it is a significant commitment. The point is, I wanted to give you a gift and I wanted to make something that isn't just, you know, I made a book for you, please, you know, pick one up. I wanted to uh, make something, and so I asked my friend uh, Wesley Stace, uh, who I've worked with a little bit over the years, 
if he would be willing to write a song about the book. Um, and so I'm happy to present to you the actual Honest to God world premiere of um, the song to the book. And frankly, you know, suck at Michael Crichton. I don't think any of your books have songs. <laughs> listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by and we hope to see you soon.